Ladies and gentlemen, this is an auspicious day. What a day! What a fabulous day! It is, in fact, a red letter day. Today marks the dawning of a new episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. A constant barrage of eye-opening conspiracies and ad-libbed innuendo. Featuring Parker. If at first you don't succeed, keep on sucking till you do succeed. <laughs> and Chris. On the streets, he's known as a jackass. Two premier content creators promoting the healthiest brand integrity in the world. Tell them what they've won, Spider. The way I see it, this should be a very dynamite show. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Real Deal No Sex Appeal. My name is Chris. With me, as always, is Parker. Special guest returns. It's Alex. And, uh, guys, my name is Christopher D. Field. It's uh, second grade. I'm six years old, and I, I just wrote my very first story. And, and I hope you guys will like it and you'll read it. And if you like it, maybe like put it on the refrigerator. Okay, so uh, it's, it's about this really cool guy. And his name is Desolation Williams, and, and he goes to Mars. Same. And there's like these this really hot blonde chick, and she can beat people up. And also Pam Greer is in it. I don't know who that is, but she's in it. And they're like these demons, and they wear these weird masks, and they call themselves ghosts, but they're not actually dead because that'd be really weird. And anyway, they like they like fight over stuff, and there's a bunch of guns and stuff. And my mom said it's okay. Well, is there first music? Of all, how sick are the tracks? I don't think our band needs another singer. <laughs> now, did Please, you, Mr. Williams is my father. Call me Desolation. Now, did one of you ask, is there music? <laughs> now, yeah, is there music in your story, yeah, buddy? Well, I'll tell you what, Parker, you like to do heavy metal acapella. I was wondering, can you do, like, throughout the episode, can you just do some sort of background anthrax music? So just whenever... do a whole bunch of chugging along. Yeah. So, yeah, so while Alex and I are, like, arguing about some sort of esoteric nonsense, you'll just be going to the background. The entire soundtrack sounds like when a wrestling company didn't want to pay for the rights to someone's music, so somebody would just strum on the guitar so good. <laughs> as people were ripping faces now, off. No, that's not fair. That's this... only that's only like 90% of the soundtrack. The other 10% is like, oh wait, John Carpenter again with the synth? That sounds cool. I like the title theme. The title's theme is so cool. And, and then, <laughs> and then he's like, I, you know what? My fingers I will hurt. go out on a limb here and say this is the best score I have ever heard. I mean, <laughs> fair. We'll get to that in a second. I'll tell you what, before we get too into this, we're already getting a little bit far. Uh, do we have any news this week? Look, today is Tuesday. <laughs> Yesterday, I woke up early, went to work, got on my lunch break, opened my phone. I see Amari Cooper for a first and LeBron James trying to reboot Friday the 13th. <laughs> I'm so tired. Everything hurts. Just move on. <laughs> I don't want to live anymore. <laughs> so wait, is is LeBron James going to be the new uh, the new Jason, or is it going to be one of his teammates swinging his machete and, wish, and missing by eight feet? I think he's going to be Mrs. Voorhees. It's going to be like a Mrs. Doubtfire situation. Oh, good. That's what I was hoping for. It's so basically like Medea goes. Ball is Jason. <laughs> Who says no? He already kind of looks like him. He's a ghoulish looking guy, isn't he? <laughs> anyway, uh, let's talk about we wa what we uh, watched recently. For the first time, I think I might have the least, uh, but unless one of you guys has zero. Um, I only watched... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll just go first to get it out of the way. There's not much to talk about. 
I, I watched, what is it, two movies of my own volition. One is Cholet, considered one of the greatest Bollywood movies of all time. It's what? It's ordinarily two hours and 40 minutes. That seems like oh, a lot, God. right? Oh, jeez. Good oh, thing you didn't watch that version. Did you watch it on a faster speed like a podcast? No, I watched <laughs> the three and a half hour uncut version. Oh, of course you did. <laughs> and, I've never uh, been less surprised by Sinister. Here's, in my life. here's the thing. I actually kind of like Bollywood movies, but this one, I should have liked it, but I just really wasn't into it. it it's, it's all right. I can understand where they were going for it, but. I, I can't do this. this Maybe is a bit hour three will grab me. Uh, and <laughs> is it better or worse than The Shining? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> no, it's, it's a lot better than the TV version of The Shining because things happen. A lot of things happen in this. Nothing happens in the TV version of The Shining. Are there any hedge animals? Uh, debatable. Are there any garden debatable. That look like snakes. I think the, in for a wild ride. The best for the best part of this movie is when some guy plays a harmonica solo while sitting on another guy's shoulders, and that guy who's uh, you know on the bottom, he's riding a motorcycle. So that's have you ever cool. played harmonica chicken, dude? Come on. Why do you always gotta give me the run around? Yeah. Anyway, uh, there's <laughs> there's something else I watched. Now, Four we've minutes. put a surefire way to piss me off. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's, there's, one, there's another one I watched on my own volition here. And I'm not sure why I did this, but uh, I think I made the right decision here. Parker, the game of games is uh, often treated a bit like a poker hand. It's like, oh, I, I better not let him know. I better bluff and say, I don't know that I've got this card coming oh, up. Can I you can watch rounders? Hide, hide this from him. <laughs> but Parker, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to show you, like a man, like a true man from Texas, I have a loaded gun in my holster right now. I want you to know, all, all six uh, chambers are full right now. If you go, if you go too far, I've got one that will break you. This is called uh, The Plague Dogs. Oops. It was a 1982 animated movie. And it is considered one of those... Uh, you know, kind of like Secret of Nim, Feel a Day, and Watership Down, where it's like, oh yeah, it's an animated movie about talking animals that is way too fucked up for kids. This one begins with a dog almost drowning, and why have you watched so many of these? That's a good question. Don't ask anyway. questions you don't want the answer to. <laughs> That's fair. This movie is uh, this God. Even the pictures on IMDb looks. Oh sad. yeah, Jesus this, Christ! This one will take you to the brink, and Why it will take so you great? very far beyond the brink. Speaking of the great, this is going to hurt. <laughs> Speaking <you>. of brink, <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to turn that into a Grinch thing. I'm not seeing that. Anyway, uh, it's... well, what's your beef with Benedict Bumpernuts? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> We're soul skaters. <laughs> they just called him Benedict Bumper Nuts. <laughs> he has no reaction. Um, it's I love <laughs> uh, straight up. I'll admit this. Uh, Plague Dogs is actually pretty good as far as movies go because if you're going to do something like this, where it's just like a bunch of scenes of fucked up things happening to dogs, you have to at least make me feel something and make sure that there is a point. And the movie does that, and it does it very, very well. It's a, oh it's, cool! The, the only other uh, no, the only other movie he directed was Watership Down, huh? Cool. It's Great. A, yeah, same guy as Watership Down. Uh, One a, two punch. So yeah. this is like a Balto origin story, right? <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh. Do these dogs go to heaven? Wait, wait. I was Alex, gonna ask that, you Alex, son of a bitch. Alex, you <laughs> think they survive? <laughs> you think there's a happy ending? Oh my god. Uh, actually, here's the thing. I almost want Parker to watch this just for the ending. No. Because it's Stop a bit it. of a coin flip as to whether it's a happy ending. You know? So, oh, good. You know a... my luck with coin flips on it. Yeah. <laughs> as it is, tonight Parker cries in bed. <laughs> the, day, well. the day the incel cried. Speaking of, I was assigned uh, a bunch of things by Parker. One of which was, was the SVU episode where they mentioned an incel. It's not where they <laughs> mentioned an incel. It's where it's all about an incel. <laughs> Parker, do you have any idea how many times they say the words Chad and Stacy's in this episode? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, Chris, you could have picked a lot of episodes because I think Ice T's in most of them. Well, <laughs> Ice T is perhaps the only level-headed person in here. Uh, My name's J Bone. Welcome to heaven. One of one of the uh, one of the perps, one of the rapists, looks identical to Jason Schreier. Uh, I am not exaggerating. I swear to God, put it on. You're going to like. You will cover your your gaping mouth with your hand. It looks identical to him. Oh my uh, God, they finally got their revenge for the Gamergate episode. No, I'm going to be honest here. Uh, here's the thing about Law and Order. I I can't pretend like Law and Order is some bad show. It's actually pretty good. In this episode, as goofy as it is, like, I should never laugh at rape or anything like this, but there was a part of the oh, episode no. where it was so stupid with the Chad <laughs> and Stacy shit that I actually, like, bark laughed with how dumb it was. But the show is, and the episode's actually kind of decently well done. It's like, obviously it could never be perfect, but when you consider what Law & Order is, it's, you know, you show it to your boomer parents and be like, this is how they're keeping up with the modern world and stuff like that. Like, the first, like, what, half hour of the episode or something like that is them searching. It's like, okay, so he called him Chad and called her Stacy, so he's looking for the wrong person or something like that. It's like, no, no, guys, come on. We know what you're doing here. And, uh, the, the ending of the episode is some guy claiming that the, uh, incel uprising has begun already. And I have to admit, <laughs> the ending of the episode is like the dumbest thing in the world. If I, if it's all right, if I could just spoil it, because I will actually give this one a legitimate recommendation. This is worth watching. Yes. It is both for the hilarious aspects and also because it's look, the SVU is not a bad show. It's actually well done. Uh, the guy, uh, there's a reason that this guy is an incel. There's a reason that he hates women. When he was in high school, he asked out this pretty girl. Her number was five 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 zero one seven nine. And he called her to ask her out to prom, and she never even returned his phone call. And that's why he hates all women. It's a stupid trigger, but, you know, come on. Anyway, turns Same. out, he never even called her. He called someone else. That was never her number. And everyone treats it as, like, this big revelation. And I'm just like, that happens all the time. That's not, a, like, a big deal. <laughs> the look of shock on the detective's face is, like, the most baffling thing in the entire episode. So, again, worth watching. A thousand percent worth watching. There are even actually a couple decent jokes in there. It's like, do you have uh, any enemies? And the guy's like, I'm a dentist. Everyone hates me. And I was like, that's, considering SVU, that's a pretty decent joke. And cons I am not an anti-dentite. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can safely say this. Uh, I laughed a lot harder every single time. At one point, the climax of the episode is the guy... Is the main perp going, Chad and Stacy, Stacy and Chad, and I'm like he doubled over in laughter. 
<laughs> I, I'm completely... I just, the way you said that, all I could think of was the fucking claymation Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer movie. <laughs> gold and silver, silver and gold. <laughs> We're, okay, like seriously, in the first act, they get one of the perps and the guy's like, uh, I see. He's like, so you know you raped this girl, right? And the guy's like, that's impossible. And he's like, oh, what makes it impossible? He's like, because rape doesn't exist. You see, it's all in the Constitution. And I'm oh, like trying God, not Brett to laugh. Was in this episode. I'm just trying to say, Shout guys, to look, if you, if, look, I know we, we have like a dozen listeners, and none of you except for Loaf is an incel, <laughs> but... If you're an incel and you're into that Chad and Pepe shit, you're subhuman. You really are. You're scum of the earth. You're filth on my poot. And Parker and, and Alex, I, I just want to talk to you about your days and the McGarity brothers. See? No. Now, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot in the incel community where they were talking about it. <laughs> you know, energy levels and shit like that. Preserving yourself. Uh, yeah, yeah, who would do that? <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Uh, some of it is like the it's like the Jordan Peterson self help thing, like clean up your room stuff like that. <laughs> and it reminded me of the self help that you gave to CB thirty two. Yeah, oh, no, you bullied oh, no. him off the internet into becoming a decent person. I know we're such well, horrible people. I can't believe we did now, that. Now, Parker and Alex, if you had done, if you had been that age during this era, would you have become incel guys? I would have a MAGA hat a thousand percent, and I know it deep in my heart. <laughs> Look at this epic trolling I'm doing in Texas, where everyone has these anyways. Chris, to answer your question, I would love Pepe equally as much as I do now. Yeah. Let's let's be honest. When I said that if you're into that incel on Pepe shit I, and you're subhuman filth, I mean it except for Poggers. Poggers is awful. That's okay. <laughs> Poggers is awful. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing I watched, and I'm happy to get to this one. Oh my goodness. You're next. Guys, I watched a John Carpenter movie this week and Ghosts of Mars. Uh, so you're good. next is the very much um, the apex of home invasion movies. This is. You want to throw that out the window or something like that? Look <laughs> how happy he is. Yeah, I know he is. So, Your Next is a home invasion movie directed by Adam Wingard, who also directed uh, Death Note, nothing else of any sort of importance. And Fine, it's pretty good whatever. Because... <laughs> I'm leaving. And <laughs> it's actually really, really good. And I, okay, I didn't go into it completely blind. I looked it up before and I was like, what am I getting into here? Is this another torture porn movie that Alex likes so much? And uh, turns Wait, out, what? it's, yeah, I mean, I'm kidding. <laughs> and it's, it's actually, uh, you know, one of those home invasion, but one person in the family is really good at defending themselves. So I'm like narrowing down who's it going to be. It's probably a white male. No, it's the Australian chick. And she's, you know what? She is such a likable character, right? Like, I, every single time she said or did anything, it's like, I like this woman. She's doing a really good job. Uh, I, I was hoping uh, we could get more of her. Oh, good. He's still here. And... Uh, <laughs> I can leave. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> and uh, what, uh, if there was anything that was unfortunate, Parker, you like the guy who was teasing that guy about commercials? <laughs> I mean, like in the way of knowing what happens to him, because I've yeah. seen it four as times. As soon as I had seen, as soon as I heard him, I was like, oh, can this guy please get shot in the head? He gets one right in the back between the shoulder blades. I was like, yeah, go through the chest. But he survives. He keeps getting fucked up. He won't just die. He has to get stabbed five times. Jesus. Check out Raskolnikov over here. Anyway, like, he just... <laughs> 
Nothing? All right, jeez. I deserve something. I deserve some sort of anger for that. Anyway. I've never read a book, dude. What do you want from me? Yeah, yeah. One of you will be watching Anastasia. Uh, anyway, uh, oh, this can't make me watch it if I've seen it four times at daycare. Oh, that depends, Shenron. Got him. <laughs> now here's the thing. Uh, be careful, you is for buddy. Oh, so be very careful. I played a lot of Twisted Metal, so. Um, now I know what my wish is going to be. Uh-oh. What? Oh, is it to make that clock stop? No, we're going to wait. It's 11 o'clock, so it's going to go for a while. It's 11.01 for me. Dog, Sorry dog, you're dog, living dog, in the dog, past, dog. buddy. Yeah, yeah, give me a sec here. Uh, Grandpa, is that say? you? <laughs> Never eat raspberries. <laughs> the worst advice anyone's ever given. Raspberries are fucking delicious. Old coot. <laughs> with your, with your big ass fucking nose. all the time, and they make you poop. <laughs> what are, it's what funny because of? feces. What a good show. Well, I like poop jokes, dude. <laughs> and then the frogs came. Remember that episode? Anyway. Um, <laughs> so, you're next. Actually, this is one of the best horror movies I've ever seen. I don't even know if I consider it really horror. I consider it more of a thriller sort of thing. <laughs> Whatever. And I, under- I, don't, I understand. I don't, I don't want to interrupt you, but remember that episode and all I could think was the fucking Rugrats Passover episode. <laughs> <laughs> I can't for the Shut up. I'm sorry. Continue. Your fucking brain is garbage. <laughs> so I was just going to shriek laugh in the background until I said it. I had to get it out. Okay, so let's try this one more time from the top. Parker, I know you don't like the differentiation between horror and thriller, but I think... No, it's fine. It's whatever. I really kind of feel like this is... It really does straddle the line, because, like, the gore is so intense, especially the final kill of that guy with the blender. (laughs) That was, like... So good. Even then, I thought I was like, oh, that is uh, a bit much. But the one flaw I found in the entire movie, the one thing, and Parker, I I do blame you on this one for being funny on your own, is her boyfriend at the end when he's telling her... (laughs) Uh, I didn't know that you could kill people so well, which, uh, kind of weird. I just knew that if it was you in that scene, clearly improvising, you would have been a lot funnier. You would have, you would have gone even further. You would have been like, so, uh, you actually killed more people than I did, so, uh, kind of makes you the weird one here. So, uh... Also would not have a girlfriend well, or enough money to hire a contract yeah, killer. There's that, too. But, well, you would get it from, if like, the Parker inheritance. If was in this movie, he would break the fourth wall and be funny. I would have been murdered immediately. They would smell death on me. I was pretty sure I knew, like, the younger brother was involved, like, pretty quickly. But either way, uh, excellent movie, Parker. Thank you. I've shown that movie to so many people, and I always get a good reaction. You know, once you get to that dinner scene, you get a surprise arrow in the face. You know, what's what's up with uncomfortable dinners in. in movies? Why don't they ever show a pleasant dinner? Nah, whatever. Uh, so, Parker, what did you watch? <laughs> buddy, 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 buddy. Let's just start with the top with what's most important. Good. You guys need to take time out of your lives to watch The Night Comes for Us. Because, Jesus Christ. It's essentially The Raid. Because eco ways of The Raid movies did all the fight choreography. It's two hours. But what if all the fights were insanely gory? What if everyone just bled constantly and people were just dismembered? during the insane martial arts fights it has a slow start and then it just does not stop the rest of the movie it's so fucking good 
You have to make time. Is it on Netflix? Yes. All it right. just appeared there on Friday with no fanfare whatsoever. It's so fucking this good. This is extremely up my alley. Wait a After second. His riveting performance in Mile 23. <laughs> like, I'm in. Wait a second. I know you two will both love it. So, so Parker, much. you said the choreography was by uh, the guy from The Raid? Yes. So is this, he did, is this the movie puts, like an Indonesian movie? or? Yes. Oops. Okay. It's all subtitled. But guess what? The plot is like completely bare bones you could read the one sentence on imdb and you're pretty much good all right it's so fucking good it's so there's more blood in that movie than in most of the movies i've watched for october this year it's so fucking violent it is my son and i love it and cherish it deeply oh what is this more like this movie with dan stevens in it? now we're talking well i mean if it's got dan stevens is that is that apostle because yeah Oh, sure, yeah. wish, sure wish that movie had an editor That's all I'll say all right. Yeah, I mean, it's still pretty good But kind of feels like a first draft Alright, uh, publish it I'm absolutely watching this like tonight so. Oh yeah, yeah, I mean there you, go. you can't not please, Look at his eyes, you can't not watch it God, He's so beautiful now, Chris, my beautiful son Who I love I watch all ten episodes of The Haunting of Hill House Oh goodness Knowing you and how much you love Hereditary, this show is absolutely up your alley. Boy, there's a lot. I know, I know you won't watch it on your own because ten hours is like two and a half of your movies that you could watch instead. <laughs> but hey. if someone ever sits you down and is like, hey, we should watch this, you will be in. I, I guarantee you. I'll, I'll try. I'll do my best here. Brief pause. Have... Parker said Indonesia. Uh-oh. Uh, yeah. Okay, so. Whatever. It was any country. <laughs> you thought I was going to say Japan. I was, yes. I mean, at some point when we got to it. You know. Playing the odds. Like, if I were betting, you know. Oh, I mean, same, because spoilers, the next movie's The Grudge, so you're going to get it regardless. Okay. Speaking of <laughs> The Grudge, comma, y'all, The Grudge fucking holds up. Uh, that movie's You are The good. Grudge, or just The Grudge? No, the American one. Mm-hmm. Also, did not realize it was the same director as Jew on the Grudge. Oh, huh. and also did not realize Sam Raimi produced that one too. God bless. And then him. I saw Ted Raimi show up, and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it gets a bad rap because after the Ring came out, you could not like walk past a blockbuster without bumping into a bunch of J horror adaptations. Definitely right. But it's real fucking good. Yeah. It absolutely holds up, and it just kind of got lost to time, and it's unfair. I'm gonna rewatch it at some point. You absolutely should. But let's get to the meat of it, boys. Because I watched Halloween, directed by Rob Zombie. (laughs) (laughs) So here's the thing. I'd never seen either of the Rob Zombie ones. Now, as a big, fat, sweaty horror nerd, I know other horror nerds. They're very particular about their favorites and overly protective. And I've spent my whole life assuming, like, okay, like, I'm sure they're fine. They're just super butthurt because how dare you remake Halloween. Boy, do I feel stupid. These movies are absolute dog shit. Dude, even first I could have told you that. Have you seen them? Yes. The first one. I saw two, the first uh, Rob Zombie Halloween. Both of them are two hours. How do you like them, Apples? <laughs> even the first movie had uh, the decency to be under, too. Oh my god. Like, like within the first minute, a guy says, and I quote, he's gonna skull fuck the shit out of her. Like, I'm a Rob Zombie apologist. I like more of his movies than I dislike. But does 
every single movie need to be about soaring hillbillies? Jesus fucking Christ. As somebody... Uh, we're probably the only two people on planet Earth that have seen all of the Halloween movies. And yes. to be worse than Halloween 4 and 5 is a testament to how like, bad these Halloween are. 5 has bumbling cops that stumble around while Slide Whistle plays, and I will watch that before I ever watch these ever again. Like, the script, honestly, for the first hour, sounds like a kid who just learned to swear for the first time, and his mom's not around, he knows he can get away with it. It's... Oh my god. And the fucking scene where he's crying on the curb while Love Hurts plays <laughs> is one of the most embarrassing things I've ever seen in my life. It's This all sounds like a very, very Rob Zombie script. Like, you have a two-hour movie. The first half hour is like, alright, we're gonna go into his past. And in that past, you learn nothing that you didn't already assume about Michael Myers as a person. Like, you, if you watch any of these movies, like, yeah, he's probably a fucked up kid. And there's no surprises. And then it just cuts to 15 years later. Hey, you know what none of the other Halloween movies have? Two dudes raping a woman in a cell. Great! Love to unwind with a fun slasher by watching a violent sexual assault for no reason. Now, Parker, let me ask you a question that's going to be very difficult for you. Yeah. Rob Zombie. Better musician or better director? This is absurd. I mean, God damn it. Can anything top Dracula? The defense rests. Of course he's a better musician. Jeez. <laughs> I have a soft spot for House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. But I played a lot of Twisted Metal. Therefore, the answer is clear. Did he direct that fucking horror movie in the cave? Because that movie slaps. Um... I don't think so. I can't remember what it's called, but uh, I thought that was a Rob Zombie. Look it up at some What's point. What's that fucking movie called? Oh Hillbilly God. Deluxe, that's it. It's, it's, it's not The Descent. He did not do The Descent. If that's no, what he didn't. No, at one point in Truth or Dare, they got into a cave. That's fair. <laughs> Maybe he directed it. That is accurate. And that, oh, that right. demon priest so was her super beast, if you think about it. <laughs> Your entrance theme to the WWE is Meet the Creeper. <laughs> it's literally 30 minutes of backstory that hey remember how the best part of every horror movie is getting the backstory on the villain same and then the reminding 90 minutes is just the first movie i've heard people say that and i thought they were exaggerating boy was there egg on my face oops because it's literally the first goddamn movie beat for beat but more extreme there's more swearing there's more blood there's more fucking tits <laughs> nothing else more than being titillated by watching a woman answer the door shirtless and then get beaten to a bloody pulp standing laying there writhing in pain but her fucking tits are out dude nice. say your grandma's halloween i'll tell you that much nice <laughs> and the one thing that caught me off guard was they redo the thing where they bang up there and she has to see anything you like and Michael's underneath the bed sheet but in this movie Michael's like 8 feet tall and she doesn't notice that there's a goddamn Sasquatch <laughs> in the room <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that was dog shit and then Halloween 2 was also dog shit what to the surprise shocker. of no one they actually took it in a pretty interesting direction now what if you fucking hated Laurie Strode and wanted to watch her die so she'd stop screaming at everyone. It broke new ground, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, by the way, Chris, have you seen the sequel? No. You said no, right? No, I haven't. So, you remember how... Have you seen the original Halloween 2? 
No, actually, I haven't seen that one either. Wait. Oh my goodness. Wait. You're well, not this one opens. Actually, I, yeah, you're fine. I think I saw, there's a, there's I think a I actually really saw the third act. There's a TV. really dope scene where a lady gets boiled in the hot tub, and that's It's it. pretty good. Like, so, the first 20 minutes, it's kind of like the original Halloween 2, where they both end up in the hospital, and then he attacks her, and then she wakes up. This movie is two hours long, and the first 20 minutes are a dream sequence. I have never been angrier at a movie in my life. You're right. Rob Zombie is a better musician. I mean, and then Chris Hardwick showed up, and then I almost turned the movie off. <laughs> it's wait, Chris Hardwick wasn't in the one with the violent rape. <laughs> <laughs> High five. Got him. Got him. Yeah, that movie sucks. Absolute dog shit. There are people who like it, and that's fine. It's okay to like a movie, but we cannot be friends. That movie fucking sucks. Movie that does not suck is the new Halloween. Did either of you get to see it yet? Not yet. It was I'm... sold out for every showing for the past two days in, in Dolby, and I'm not going to see it in not the Dolby Theater. So, I'm going to be it seeing is... it on, I think, Sunday, maybe Monday. We'll uh, talk upcoming. next week. Yeah. 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 I won't say much. I'll just say I know it's the lowest bar to clear, but my God, is that a great slasher movie? Uh, a friend at work told me, best slasher movie in decades, and it's I told so him that is good. damning it with faint praise. Because the last good slasher movie was, what, Scream? Pretty much. I won't say much at all, because I cannot wait to talk about it in, I think the, the one thing you week. said that really stuck with me is uh, the new score by Carpenter. It's so good. It's so fucking good. Carpenter is one of Carpenter scores. <laughs> and also, do you remember, Chris, how I sent you that link about Jamie Lee Curtis talking about how she's so happy she gets to act again instead of doing yogurt commercials? Yes. She's so fucking good in it. And you know what? She's so good. good the whole her. movie just... I had a big smile on my face the entire time. There's a scene near the end that is, like, unbearably tense. And I've never been, like, super tense in a Halloween movie besides the original. I've never been like, oh, God, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, God, where is he? Until this movie. So props to that. Because I've never sat down with Halloween 4 been like, oh, man, I wonder if he's in that room. But, yeah, next week we're going to have words about it. Oh, yeah. Speaking of happy words, Chris, you made me watch a movie called Christine. Yes. Another John Carpenter movie. Yes. It was much better than I remembered, mm-hmm. but my main problem is still there. Where it's a you know, it's a pretty short movie. All of all of John Carpenter's movies are very mercifully quick. He does not overstate his welcome. But for the whole first act, he's the biggest fucking dweeb on earth. And then in the next scene, he's a complete sociopath. <laughs> There's yeah. no transition whatsoever. I think that's something where that was probably in the original story. Um, yeah, I say that knowing if I read the book, it'd be 200 pages and I'd want to rip my fucking hair out. But in the movie, it's night and day. It's another thing with like the Stephen King villains uh, and Boy. worse yet, Stephen King dialogue. Like That's the biggest problem with, with the movie for me. Don't be such a shitter, Chris. See, that's the thing. It's like one of my favorite things about John Carpenter is his dialogue, normally. And then you get a movie that's written <laughs> Still this Still 11 which o'clock, is, damn. No, it's 11 <laughs> And it's, uh... <laughs> and it's, uh... Unfortunately, like... I'll get to the dialogue in Ghosts of Mars in a bit. But, like, shitters of the world, he says. He's gonna run them over, whatever. It's so dumb. I love the music. Uh, I sent you a oh, while ago the theme song for Christine, except it was the the newly redone one that was released in like 2017, 2018, redone by oh John Oh my god, Carpenter. I was hoping you sent him the Kiss song. No. 
<laughs> and this version no, is one it's dare. so good i listen to it all the time and it's so much more effective but even then i was like i had heard it before i started this way actually the theme song is what got me into the movie and then when you hear the theme song in it in the movie it's like it's it's kind of creepy just being in the background uh i think the the lead actor was the same guy from back to school um <laughs> if that's a compliment i'm not sure uh, isn't it nice how this guy is very clearly an insult and his best friend is the most chad you've ever seen? He looks like a fucking, he almost gets paralyzed. He looks like a fucking Prince Eric Kendall. Anyway, it's a good thing I don't know any rice. dynamic of two people that's just like that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, what kind of car do you drive again, Parker? Oh, uh, it's actually eco sensible. Yeah, let's, and... uh, let's keep it that way. <laughs> you oh, leave geez. the Mustangs to guys who can handle them. I can't believe he just <laughs> mogged you like that, dude. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Man, at least so. one listener's gonna Google mogging, and I'm really happy about it. Oh, what a shame! <laughs> Isn't it great? We do good work here. The, the last movie I watched, I watched right before we started. It ended at eight fifty nine before we got on here at nine. Which was in the mouth of madness, Ooh. y'all. Yeah, is it? I don't good? know why this movie doesn't get talked about with all yeah. of his other like top tier yeah. movies. But y'all, it's so fucking good. I, I can't watch it yet. I have to watch Prince of Darkness first. I bought the Shout Factory earlier this summer, and I've just been holding onto that sweet, sweet collector's edition Blu-ray waiting for October. And my god, Sam Neill is a treasure. We must protect him. That movie is so fucking good. I am sure at some point in this podcast we're going to end up doing Carpenter Top 5s. So I'm going to hold mm. my takes. But Oh boy, that is tough. It's, it's very raw with me. It's very fresh. But boy, that is... That movie takes a turn into crazy town. Like, alright, fuck you. Here we go. I love it so much. I, I'm glad you watched it. I'm going to get to it. That's the uh, Mouth of Madness. That's 94, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Again, I I have to see Prince of Darkness first. You really do. I I, yeah, I keep putting really it off, and I think do. I've been putting it just, off just be like I really sh- want to save it. It's kind of like you ever really get into like someone's work, and you just you don't want to watch all of it yet because you want to hold out and you'd still be surprised by it. It's okay because you can just hold like on it. to Village of the Damned forever. That's good. Okay, that's true. So, yeah. Same. I could debate through all of his garbage and then have Assault on Precinct 13. For a while, for I th- for a while I thought I was going to hold on to Ghosts of Mars forever, but thankfully <laughs> I did not. Gosh, um, you're welcome. It's so... Now, Alex, did you say you had watched anything, or are we just going to go right into discussing Ghosts of Mars? So the graphics card fairy came to visit me this week, so I've been playing <laughs> a lot of Call of Duty. But I would like to say for the listeners out there that were curious about my absence last week, yes, I did start to rewatch Justice League 15 minutes for the podcast, and that's why I was three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's <fair>. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty good. Okay, let's, let's, uh, let's talk about Ghosts of Mars. Now, before I go any further with this... Uh, Chris, what's your favorite part, and why is it Buckethead? <laughs> that wasn't Buckethead, that was Anthrax. <laughs> Uh, I, I just assumed it was he was on it too, buddy. Don't worry. Yeah, right. It, whatever he was playing was indistinguishable in from everyone else. Now, Parker and my opinions about John Carpenter are very well known. He's probably our favorite director of all time. Uh, Alex, what is your opinion on John Carpenter? Just give it to me straight. John Carpenter has been my favorite director for basically since the first time I saw one of his movies. Which, I, I think now that fair. I have to think about it, I, I think the first Carpenter movie I ever saw was Escape from New York, 
and I was like, oh my god, this is a masterpiece, like, 20 minutes in. And didn't immediately try to devour all of his other movies after that. Like, I watched The Fog at some point, I watched Big Trouble in Little China at some point, you know, I watched uh, The Thing at some point, and then I started to realize that everything this guy touches is gold, and started to actually devour his catalog. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, long story short, he is incredible and i love him like he's my second dad okay so you don't like him quite as much as me and parker but you still think exactly. he's pretty good <laughs> did we watch the fog on netflix party watch rest in peace we, we might have we definitely watched some of the fog that's such a good i don't such a perfect october movie. i don't God. think we got through it because gears was there but no, we tried. that checks out uh i'll tell you this much <laughs> Uh, I can safely say the fog is oh that that is pushing into my top five. That might, that might it's. Be. I will oh, I, I, I will my... I will say this before we continue. It doesn't get close for me. It's I I love it. I love the fog desperately. I, I've written a review. I also watched it at a kind of a transitional point in my life that maybe I respect it a little bit more. It's but it's not going to be out. It's uh... a very good movie. I am not knocking the yeah, fog by yeah, saying it's not it's in just, there. Yeah. But, but it's just not quite as good as like a masterpiece like Escape from L.A. Anyway, I will take a second-tier Carpenter over most movies. I like of any genre period. I can safely say I would actually take Escape from L.A. over a lot of movies, and that is very clearly not the best Carpenter. That movie. makes one of us. <laughs> I I mean seriously, I, there's a lot that I like about Escape from L.A. It's got Bruce Campbell in it. How the fuck am I supposed to rank these? Jesus, I know Christ. this I is. Can't do this. I, I can't do this. I think I have. I, let me give me a second. You know, do you want to just do it right now? We could. Oh God. Yeah. Tell you what, I'll I'll go number one, the ward. If if it's okay number for number two, vampires. If I can make it easy for you guys, I'll go first. I give you more time to think about how you want to order these things. Sure. Um, my number one, which should probably come as no surprise, and again, this is all just based on the way I say it, number one is Big Trouble in Little China. I just, I, I love that movie. I think it is for real good, not good, bad. Number two is The Thing. I think it is the single best horror movie and the single best science fiction movie. Number three is Halloween. It's This is called Craftsmanship. You guys, you get, I mean, just look it up. Filmmakers, if you want to see how to make a movie, you look up Halloween. And... Four is where things get real tough for me. Now, you have to understand, there's a there's a couple things on here that I haven't actually seen. So, I can't put In the Mouth of Madness, I can't put Prince of Darkness, I can't put Starman. Um, and by rights, I really can't put Christine in there. Even though I like it, I, you know, I just can't do it. Number four is really tough. I'm going to have to go with Escape from New York. Uh, and five, I'm going to have to go with They Live. Let's see. I think I'll go The Thing, Halloween. Oh, fuck me. Now we're getting... This is, we're this getting is tough. <laughs> they Live, New York, and as of right now, In the Mouth of Madness, just, it's so fresh and so raw. And that's, you so know, much. that's a good feeling, though. I mean, it happens all the time. That, yeah, like, that's why I text you, like, hey, I'm running late, because I was like, oh, I'll watch some of this, that, and then, you know, it, finish like, it later. I was like, yeah, no, no, I'm finishing this, because that, that ending is so good. Yeah. Alex? Sorry, big trouble, little China. I still I, love I you. I am gonna count backwards from five to one. Okay. Ooh. Doing it right. <laughs> yeah. Number five for me is Big Trouble in Little China, which is a movie that I have admittedly only seen twice and probably should have seen many, many more times. Which I love. I love dearly. But I, I think I've seen it like two dozen times. I love that yeah. movie. Yeah. I'm I'm getting to a movie that I've seen that many times. Okay. 
number four for me is Escape from New York. It's hard to yeah. pass up. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Number three is Halloween. Yep. Number two is The Thing. Ooh. And number one is Ghost of Mars. No, <laughs> it's a good thing Strong. that you say Strong. that. And no, I, no, I no, I, I'll, I'll, I'll be real. The number one is Assault on Precinct Thirteen. That movie's incredible. No, believe it or not, I that's actually not one. I haven't seen it either. I've been waiting on that one. I'm so. kind of saving so, that one. No. So for they, after now, the this well, is yeah. this is the lowest form of spoilers possible because this is something that I was going to say later anyway. Ghost of Mars is Assault on Precinct Thirteen in space. Uh, that's what I read in the uh, trivia section. So, I so was that that is it. it's it's part of the reason that I feel so strongly about Ghost of Mars, which is absolutely the Carpenter movie I've seen the most, and is <laughs> maybe my favorite movie to watch ever, but has some very 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 noticeable flaws that we'll get to. I I, I can only imagine what they are. So uh, one of the things, Man, like to cut you <laughs> off, but like now that I've seen this and knowing no one else watches this movie, do you know how excited I am to show Ghost of Mars to people? Right? Because right? I cannot wait to get my friend drunk this, this weekend and make him watch it. This movie. To point the screen and go, his name is Big Daddy Mars. I can't <laughs> wait. This movie is so fucking good. Like, Jason Statham with hair was the first thing I saw on the little preview picture before I hit play. There's a powerful energy radiating from that picture. Now, one of the things that Parker said to me ages ago, and I, it's really stuck with me, is... Uh, Typically, you can tell a Carpenter movie just by looking at it. You can tell just from a couple of shots, oh, this is Carpenter. This one, this is one of the very first exceptions where I had no idea. If you could, if you had just put this on screen in front of me and told me, yeah, his name is Desolation Williams, I was like, oh, it's one of those direct-to-DVD like sci-fi channel. Like, come on, this isn't real. Uh, <laughs> no, this actually exists. Um... Now, one of the things you can tell that it's a Carpenter movie is the title theme song. Uh, Ghost of Mars actually has a pretty good theme song. I'm going to go look for it. I'm, I'm going to maybe download this theme song. It's pretty good. Here's the problem. The, during the song, nothing happens. It's just showing a freight train in the desert, and it's just going <laughs> along while words play. Think, think about it. Okay. like Think about the other uh, openings of these uh, movies that Carpenter has done. Think about... Um, is maybe the thing is an exception? No, wait, no, no. Even with the thing, it plays a dun dun while that while that uh, wolf is running across Antarctica. Think about the opening of Big Trouble in Little China. It's iconic with Jack Burton just talking to a CB radio. Think about Halloween with a murder. Uh, think about does that count as a comedy character? <laughs> Jack Burton has to count. I, I, I'll count it. Uh -oh. Oh, Daddy points. Damn. Oops. Well, okay. Y'all uh, know I'll be liberal on all of these things. <laughs> We know. Speaking we know. of liberalism, <laughs> we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, but the other one is uh... <laughs> sorry, sorry. He sent me the word. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> and the other one that comes to my mind is uh, even Dark Star has a pretty decent opening. They play that that song. It's like you can tell you know they're trying to do something here. They're setting a mood. There is no moods that with the with the you know the spacey sort of theme song played on the keyboards and just. A freight train in the desert. I don't know what you're trying to communicate here. There's, I, I, I'm not sure what he's trying to get across. And it's almost humiliating to watch. I mean, this is a fall from grace right here. So, uh, anyway, we cut inside. Now, the whole narrative here is that the uh, movie is told... It's okay, Alex. <laughs> it's going to be okay. The movie is all told in flashback. 
And <laughs> we'll get to we'll get to the end. Flashback singular is one way to describe yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> that's that is a thing that happens. Anyway, so we cut inside. Uh, Jason Statham and his friend are playing Yu-Gi-Oh. And uh, how did you know what is, I wrote down word for word? That is also in my notes. <laughs> Good. I'm proud of us. <laughs> That's the first thing I saw. I was going to be like, you know, they'll probably write down Yu-Gi-Oh. Should I change the Magic the Gathering? Nah, they probably won't even nah, notice nah, it. No. Those those were Yu-Gi-Oh ass those cards. Absolutely... Playing. That was a big fucking dragon on that card. What's yeah. the difference? <laughs> well, once a game of skill that involves Millennium items, the others for nerds. We'll get to the Millennium items in a little bit, buddy. I'll oh, get there in a bit. Now, I'm sorry. Wait, what? Like I said, you we can tell that uh, you know this was written by uh, John Carpenter, at least partially. Half the script was written by him. Half the script was written by someone whose name will be lost in history. Now, that makes it impossible, or so one would think, for us to determine who wrote what. However, there are certain things where you can tell. Yeah, John Carpenter just. And Warren oh, yes. oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Nunez just hit a home run. Here we go. Here we fucking go. Sorry. Uh, Boston. Gotta watch the game, game's on. <laughs> now, like sports, uh, we, we don't care who knows. Not allowed. Yo, Bill Buckner, oh my god, he's gonna miss it. Oh, I'm gonna right through his legs again. <laughs> you watch it every year. Parker, what are your teams doing this week? <laughs> oh, can't wait to find out. Parker, who's your favorite player on the Red Sox? <laughs> Tom, say Tom Brady, say Tom Brady. <laughs> say Tom Brady. <laughs> the most overrated shortstop in baseball history. Oh, what, you mean Cal Ripken? First of all, I, was, I oh, do to oh, you. I was waiting. I, was, <laughs> I did that specifically for Parker. I was like looking at my sister. <laughs> she doesn't even know. Sorry. Okay, so here's one of the ways that we can tell that John Carpenter wrote some things here. It was okay to name this character Snake Plissken. It was okay to name your character Nada in They Live. It is not okay to cast Ice Cube in this role and call him Desolation Williams. And here's why you're wrong. <laughs> it's not only okay, it's the best decision. First of all, he has a real name. Desolation is just his nickname, but it's such a good nickname that everyone sticks with it. Now you gotta, you gotta give me a chance here, all right? No, no. Name... If, if, yeah. if you're no. gonna be smirch Desolation Williams, we're already on wildly different paths with this movie. Now you have to understand how nicknames are formed. Think about Elroy Crazy Legs Hirsch. They call him Crazy Legs because uh, when he was bored, he had Crazy he Legs. George Custer at Little Bighorns. <laughs> no, shut up. I don't know don't which one of those was that one. I'm, I'm going to separate those two so we both get those in. Those were pretty good. <laughs> Parker, this is your chance to go. Your dad has crazy legs. His nickname is Crazy Legs. <laughs> God, our brains are so broken. <laughs> There's something deeply wrong with us. <laughs> you want to pet a little <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so <laughs> you don't just name his character just like you know what Joe was too easy. <laughs> just gonna call him Desolation. 
Listen. Desolation, is that door locked? Desolation, how many of them are out there? This could be my this longest be so... ending song of all time. It's Desolation Roads, 12 minutes. Thanks for nothing, Bob Dylan. You would. <laughs> first of all. Play it on Listen, repeat. First of all, if you have anything bad to say about this movie, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Correct. And second of all, if you have anything bad to say about this movie, go fuck yourself. I knew uh, I was in very early on, and I also knew that Deborah Hill did not help with this movie yeah, when they're walking. Yeah. She says, I wouldn't sleep with you if you're the last man on Earth, but, but we're not on Earth. <laughs> it's so I, I definitely wrote that one down. We're getting ahead of me. First, we like, have to talk so, about it. So, like, like, before we move forward, because there is a scene that I want to point out that happens very early on. Yes. I love how, like, 85% of this plot makes no sense and yet they make it a point to add in a line of dialogue about how they don't need to use the respirators on Mars anymore because they have this thing <laughs> that they can like, read through. It's like, oh, I don't know so why. No, it's cool. We don't need the respirators anymore. It's better. And she tells them we won't be able to breathe 85% of these characters are here. And My favorite they, thing. They, they, they tell us why they ghosts, can but, like, we'll get there. <laughs> but uh, hold on. When, when they're explaining the respirators, uh, the blonde woman says, we won't be able to breathe clean air on here for another 10 years. Yeah, you guys are going to get a sequel out of this. <laughs> oh, God, if only. And now, we talk about, you know, they got Jason Statham. They got Ice Cube. Who else can we get for star power? Pam Greer? No, no, no. Someone with real star power. No, stop, Pam Greer's not going to... Look, guys, I'm not going to cast I... Pam Greer. There's no way I'm going to cast Pam Greer in <laughs> my movie and force her to say the line... Argo Kart, the Mob Avenger. <laughs> have you... No, seriously. Have you ever seen someone look as uncomfortable as Pam Greer looked when she had to say, I want you all jack ready and double tough? <laughs> so cool. I can't Do you believe think... this is the same person that was in Jackie Brown. <laughs> now, yeah, I, I mean... completely serious here. Do you think that her trench coat was inspired by Eric Harris and Dylan Klebold? Jesus Christ. <laughs> also, yes. I think it's the other I'm way around. Brought it up. I feel like no. if that was the last movie that they watched, I would believe it. There are, s- but there are so many great touches. Columbine came out before this. So. Was I thought it was in 2001. I, I thought Columbine was 99. I'm not putting I, movie I, bet on I this. I could be wrong. Yeah, so, I'm not betting this. <laughs> like, this is a push right here. I just, <laughs> I'm not it, doing this. I'm uh, not betting on oh, dead cool. kids. Someone's going to find my computer and see that I Googled Columbine. Yeah, right. I'm not going to. Boy, yeah, we both win. You're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, either way. It's so <laughs> fucking it cool that every, every one of this movie is dressed like an alien invader in a 60s Godzilla movie. Except Ice Cube. He's wearing a sleeveless tank top. He's so fucking cool. Like, the entire movie, Ice Cube looks like he walked onto the wrong set and there's like, alright, let's fucking roll it, I guess. You know, I really don't need the lead actress to describe it to me. Oh, the planet shouldn't be this empty. It just, it's a planet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I... It's so fucking good. I, I'm aware that this is probably at least a medium take in this but uh i kind of really like the set design in this movie it's i love how red this entire movie is. i I'd i say... love that it's it's just this one town and like other than these like weird flashbacks or flash forwards or whatever you want to call them like it's just like this one like tracking shot of this one town and here's where the train comes up and here's the eight buildings and that's that like I, i'm really into it Here's the thing. It keeps it very simple in a way that every other movie that looks like this, and again, this is the straight to sci-fi channel sort of movie, every other movie that looks like this would have terrible set design. This is at worst passable and at best pretty damn good. And I'm not saying it's quite as good as like 
I, I, I don't know, like Star Wars Episode Four or something. But uh, this movie does... What? Oh, sorry, Fine. sorry. I should have said a good one. So, Star Wars The Last Jedi. So, uh... <laughs> I won't be trolled in my own house. <laughs> I'm going okay, to troll you in your now. own head, Charles. It was worth it. We freed the ghosts. On Casino <laughs> Planet. <laughs> <laughs> planet shouldn't be this empty they should be at the casino anyway um, i just picked out a movie for you buddy look, dude you do realize what i'm capable of. this is a loaded gun uh, anyway uh i want to get back to that line maybe i'd sleep if you if you were the last man on earth but we're not on earth it's so fucking good it is you know immediately what movie this is and immediately i know there's no even look john carpenter didn't write that there's no way he wrote that Listen. He just didn't write that. He no, directed he it. So. Yeah, yeah. He given but he given the dialogue that other John Carpenter leads have gotten in other movies, which that, that's is different. All dog shit in all of them. Let's be okay. honest with ourselves for two I'm, seconds. <laughs> if I can then, mention that for a second here, a lot of even when that dialogue seems like bullshit, it seems realistic and yet unique like here here's a good example uh big trouble in little china uh he uh, kim Cattrall says to kurt russell you should stand where i'm standing i can tell it's miller time she's saying that his breath sounds like he's drunk and he says you know what i say when it's miller time he gets cut off and you know that what he just said and what he was about to say was going to be pretty stupid but it also sounded like something that someone and in this case specifically his character would say that doesn't apply to this movie. Well, Everything pro- that big... everyone says in here is just so bizarre and doesn't seem to fit their characters. Yes, because no one in this movie can act. And that's, that's the fatal flaw. Also very, very true. It's what not is up the with dialogue. the lead actress? This is this is standard carpenter fair dialogue. It's just that everyone in this movie is completely wooden the whole time. I think the worst of all is actually Ice Cube. I don't think I've ever seen someone give less of a shit in a movie than Ice Cube in this movie. <laughs> Like, I understand that he looks up and every single time he reads a script, he says, and then Desolation Williams says this. But seriously, dude, you can try. That is the master of horror. You, you, can, you might want to, like, you know, give your A effort. But part of it does go to, uh, part of the blame, that is, does go to John Carpenter. You can say cut. You can slap around your actors and be like, guys, wake up, all right? I'm trying to film this thing here. And he just goes with everything. You know what? I'm not surprised he got burned out after this and waited like nine years before he made the ward. Yeah, I mean, that was my thought at the end of this. Like, well, I can see why he didn't want to make movies anymore. Because, boy, guess he didn't realize this came out like two weeks before (laughs) 9-11. Oops. Whoops! Made no money. Well, I think it was going to make a lot of money anyway. But uh, (laughs) I did love the delivery on the line. Who are you calling scumbag? Motherfucker. (laughs) <laughs> that same guy it's, it's because uh, like like you get the entire rest of that diatribe and then fucking like 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 her just explaining everything that everyone needs to do and then he's just hung up on the fucking scumbag comment that was like 45 <laughs> seconds beforehand it's so cool I think the other thing I really like is that uh, she she gets him in some sort of arm lock, right? And uh, he says, you better let go of my arm. And then she just twists the even words, ah, shit. <laughs> I'm like, you idiot. She's very clearly <laughs> capable of kicking your ass. Not to jump around on the plot, but when she locks all of the fucking henchmen in the jail cell <laughs> at the same time, it's so fucking funny. Like... <laughs> 
this movie is incredible. This now, movie, let's... so like you can you can pick your nits with the dialogue and with the acting and with whatever you want, but like the, like the poignant moments of this movie will stick with you for a long time. There are like twelve to thirteen scenes in this movie that you will never forget. And how many movies can you say that about? Now let me tell you. Now let me break it up. Oh, go ahead. Maybe we have the same one, Parker. (laughs) I was gonna ask. Like, I haven't seen Assault on Precinct Thirteen yet because I'm saving that. Yeah, me too. Is this like his most gory movie? Because people just get fucking murdered for like an hour. In that regard, it is Uh, almost identical to Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Uh, I might be watching that this week. (laughs) I was gonna try and hold it off, but so uh, I I want you to imagine Ghosts of Mars. If they were just in a rundown police station fighting gang members that were, oh, that were fuck in me. Okay. I, I really don't know why I haven't watched this yet. Anyway, uh, Parker, God damn it. Alex mentioned doing? stuff about, you know, scenes that you'll never forget. Here's a scene that I always remember from the hit 1986 action movie called Aliens. There's that scene where the guy holds his hand out, you know, like the finger spread. He stabs the knife <laughs> in between all of them. That always sticks with me. Now, you know what it reminds me of in this movie? The guy's going to open oh up God. that can with the machete and chops his own thumb off and then falls off the falls off the table. Ice Cube's reaction is the is the last thing that they should have put in this movie. And it's it's that's what you get, dumbass. In this movie. It's the funniest <laughs> fucking line in the movie. It's so good. He just left his fucking face. I think they that's ordinarily a point where someone would have said, and then they turn to the main character for a reaction. They don't tell him how to react so they can react naturally. He just sees a guy chopping his thumb. He's like, ah, dumbass. So cool. I will never forget that as long as I live. <laughs> Told you. I rewound it and watched it again and laughed. You know what else I'll never forget about this movie? The fact that Is at it... least 85% of the humans in this movie get murdered by flying saw blades. I was about to say that. That's uh, actually the it's one so point of the movie awesome. where I laughed really, really hard. Uh, that guy is just standing there in the doorway. That frisbee comes flying out of nowhere, careers off of the fucking uh, thing, and his head gets sliced right off, and it cuts away so quickly that I think it has to have been edited intentionally. <laughs> so, so sp- I mean, if we're just going to jump around to things we could not forget... I was not paying super attention. I was kind of distracted the first time I watched it. Oh, yeah, so I looked out at my phone for something, looked up, and as I looked up, Pam Greer's head was on a spike. Yep. <laughs> so I had to rewind it to figure out what the fuck was going on. <laughs> I looked down for 30 seconds, and next thing I know, there's Jackie Brown's head. <laughs> this movie has some very striking visuals that will be with me for a while. And uh, yeah, let's not forget the first scene where they show Big Daddy Mars, where uh, where Jason <laughs> Statham's looking off that cliff and he sees uh, sees Parker's favorite wrestler, whether it's I don't know Kane or Triple H or whatever that guy is that wears the white face paint. That doesn't help sound me, like help China me out, at all. Buddy. I won't be trolled first. <laughs> Parker, who is your favorite wrestler? Uh, Yokozuna, my favorite. Oh, that sounds like an athlete, doesn't it, Alex? That's that horseshit. Sounds a little bit like an Fuck athlete. Fuck He's 500 pounds. It doesn't count. Oops. Hey, Beatrice, want to get me another ice cream sandwich? Three? Are you serious? This is garbage. Someone's a treat, boy. Hell yeah, I am. It's got M&M's in it. Can't, bl- can't believe you baited me with my one passion. <laughs> well, yeah, yes, your one passion, true oh, athletics. the last one. 
They're actually pretty <laughs> It's funny because, you know, Chris is actually the one that got baited because he had to admit that a WWE lead was, was an actual athlete. Hey! <laughs> I haven't stopped thinking of the name Big Daddy Mars for the last 48 hours. I don't know why that's not one of our new Discord names, but, you know. It's the funniest fucking thing. I mean, one of you guys can have it after I took John Wilkes' boo. <laughs> I'm not changing for money, boy. You guys... How many? We're just not gonna. We're just gonna jump around. I don't care. This movie's Go plot makes no fucking the, the, sense. This movie's plot is actually the best and worst part of it because <laughs> it is the most bonkers, stupid John Carpenter plot there is, and I don't care in the slightest. Like, I'm so happy this was the last one he did before he took a break. He's like, yeah, I'm gonna make a sci-fi movie and a horror movie. There's gonna be a bunch of explosions. There's gonna be a shrimp Mars thing, <laughs> a lobster man that infects a bunch of people. <laughs> in the past. Her fucking vision. Of the original Martians is one of the most fucked up things I've ever seen. It's a giant CGI fucking shrimp. It's so good. I don't understand most of the choices in this movie. But maybe I wasn't put on Earth to understand them. I think not understanding what's going on in this movie actually makes me like it a lot more. Low-key, one of my favorite parts is how Big Daddy Mars is the focal point of all of the posters and marketing. <laughs> and all he does is just stand in center frame and yell <laughs> the entire... <laughs> so... Now, if we're going to talk about him standing in center frame, that that was a one <laughs> shot that I knew. It was like, this is a very Carpenter moment. Is when he's at... <clears throat> he's at what the... time is it? How is it still 11.45? Jesus. <laughs> Shut up. The one Carpenter shot the entire movie where I knew it was like this pure Carpenter is the very final one where he's standing on the train as it explodes and he's just holding his arms up going, ah, you fucking kids. <laughs> it's such a, well, you know what? I've made all these classic movies. I want to make something like what I watched in the 50s. There's nothing you can do to stop me. Suck a dick. This is the most 1950s black and white sci-fi ass movie but with a lot of decapitations via flying saw blade. And anthrax. <laughs> and also anthrax. <laughs> the trivia thing about them just bringing anthrax <laughs> in to just play to, <laughs> the, to <laughs> the movie <laughs> is <laughs> the greatest <laughs> thing I've ever Listen, read. I, I say this with zero hyper hyperbole. I think this score is perfect. It's so I think it is for this absolutely movie. perfect. For what this movie is, for the fact that, you know, ten minute stretch of this movie or them just murdering people that are possessed by ghosts from Mars. It's <laughs> By the way, let's just pause there. Because they learn pretty quickly, hey, these are just people that are possessed. And then they just commit genocide. And let's not forget, they figure out how to get the, the spirits out of the body when they yes. give her drugs and she's totally fine because the spirit leaves. Whoa, 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 whoa. You guys and paid attention that. way more than I did. No, so, so listen, that, that, that entire flashback when she's outside and sees all of the Martian like history, it's because Jason Statham was like, let's give her her drugs. Even if she dies, she'll at least enjoy herself on the way out. And then it expels the ghosts from her, who don't try to come back in. And then, not ten minutes later, they're like, guys, we have to go back. We have to nuke the ghosts to stop this. <laughs> They all know. They, it's agreed upon early on, like, hey, once if we kill the host, they just travel to a new body. And then they just keep shooting. <laughs> this movie is so fucking It's, it's so fucking convoluted. The plot details make zero sense, 
and I don't care because it's just people murdering all these possessed humans that have like scissors sticking out of their faces. And every time you like get into it, it just cuts back to the present time to remind you, oh yeah, don't worry, she's the only one that makes it out. Don't worry about it. Don't get too invested in Jason Statham. It's so funny that he was supposed to be Desolation Williams. And then they cast Ice Cube, so they just made him the master of unlocking. Because all he does is unlock doors for 90 minutes. Speaking of doors he unlocks, that scene where he's just like, you know, this is probably going to be our last chance to fuck. And she goes, I really yeah, want to bring okay. that up. Yeah, okay, so she, he set up early in the movie. Now, things are a little bit different here during the... Uh, you know, Me Too era and everything. So as soon as he starts, like, being really forward with her, I'm just like, oh, that's kind of gross. And he keeps doing it and doing it and doing it, and he's just not getting anywhere. We get the infamous line, last man on earth, etc., etc. And then he's like, I brought you to this abandoned room. I call it Sonic's nude room. Perhaps we should have... <laughs> perhaps we should have vigorous sex. It might be our last moment to enjoy ourselves. And she considers the possibility. She's like, oh, yeah. When you put it like that, you know, real romantic and shit. My favorite line from Jason Statham during the course of his flirting throughout this movie is, Hey, there's not a lot of us breeders left. <laughs> oh, who was that fat furry, the, the My Little Pony guy in, on ETI? Me. Oh, who was that guy? I don't even remember. He was really weird. Now, were you guys able to watch this movie without imagining grumpy old John Carpenter directing Ice Cube? Because I could not stop thinking about it. <laughs> just this bitter old man who's at every one of his movies just bomb and fail only to afterwards be like, that was actually really good. Just stuck directing the guy from Friday. Like, just say the line, desolation. I, <laughs> I unironically believe that that was his favorite actor to direct in this movie. Hundred percent. No, I, I don't know if I can agree with that. I think it had to have been Pam Grier. There probably had to have been some sort of like, well, she was in this '70s movie that no one watched, and like, yeah, okay, whatever. Wasn't she Escape from L.A.? I think she was in Watson. Awesome. I don't know. No, I don't know. Either way, survey says yeah, Escape from L.A. Yep. Hey, there you go. I did it. Uh, that's you know probably it. She seems fine in it but everyone else is god awful i think she might be the worst performance in this movie what uh, did you see ice cube did you hear him the way that he talks yeah he had a it I mean, was he had, he had like a, a jack ready and double top <laughs> he sounded like ice cube in every other ice cube movie i've ever yeah, seen which is a draw as far as i'm concerned yeah, I mean, I yeah. can't possibly agree with that. But anyway, yeah, she succumbs oh, pretty quickly. Sounds like somebody's get... gonna watch Triple X State of the Union this week. Don't think so. Anyway, <laughs> uh, so we get Jason Statham's very first on-screen kiss. <laughs> you also wrote down that trivia. I see. <laughs> Beatrice just I'm turned up her nose at the idea. <laughs> she was just like, "Ew." <laughs> well, since we're talking about it, we have to get to the elephant in the room, yeah, Chris. When you read that this was supposed to be Snake Plissken escaping Mars. What range of emotions did you go through? Well, here's the thing. It's not exactly possible for me to just unfocus my eyes and try to see Kurt Russell in this movie instead of Ice Cube. There are a couple of differences. Uh, I mean, Kurt Russell's they're wearing the same bit, shirt. Kurt Russell's a little bit taller. so They're uh, about the same quality of actors. So. Uh, yeah, but one of them's six feet tall and the other one is not six feet tall. So. Why do you gotta, why that do you gotta is be the only Kurt difference Russell I see. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, that's the thing. It's like I can't really see Kurt Russell in this movie uh, doing the things that he does. He, I mean, it'd have to be like a completely different performance, obviously. And I just, I mean, it would be called Escape from Earth. You would think they would have more, I would guess, more lavish sets. They would have better special effects. That's one of the things that Ice Cube complained about here is like, uh, well, the special effects weren't good enough. I was like, that's not really the problem here. No part of Escape from L.A. makes me think they would have better special effects. Are you kidding? That surfing scene. <laughs> so fucking good. Uh, actually, I kind of like the makeup in this movie. I'm, I'm just imagining all three of Uno, Dos, and Trace being played by Steve Buscemi. <laughs> oh, now we're talking. Oh, wait. Now no, we're no, no. fucking talking. No, actually, they would all be played by Sylvester Stallone, a la Spy Kids 3D. <laughs> Nah, is, nah. That, is that the 12th Spy Kids 3D reference on this podcast? It has Today. to be. <laughs> Good job, everyone. We're going How home. How is that not our next episode? I don't know. Uh, you guys tell me. <laughs> <laughs> if we're watching the Spy Kids trilogy, we're watching the Spy Kids trilogy. It's fine. It's fine. Not the trilogy. It would just be the third one. Uh, the third? Yeah, no, the third. Oh, no. Yeah, I would one. totally just watch the third Trust movie. Me, yeah, that's, you know me. I, there is a reason, though. I, I would only pick the third one. The third one's the most fun to talk about. Um, anyway, uh, I, I don't know if I have anything else specifically to say about Ghost of Mars. Oh, wait, never mind. The ending. So, this was all told <laughs> by a flashback. Parenthesis S. Uh, it's very confusingly set up. And at the end, uh, you see, well, there was very barely a point to this all being in flashback. And then... <laughs> As the action scene breaks out, indelible as it is, we get the line, uh, what, should we leave or something? Nah, let's just kick some ass. That's what we do best. That was either written by the other guy, or that was written by John Carpenter right before he threw his typewriter out the window and said, I don't fucking care anymore. Hold on. No, God damn it, Denver, I'm, I'm not sorry. doing it anymore. You missed the most important part of the scene. Which is Ice Cube kicking down a door yeah, with like, two You can't not MP5s. mention the shiny ass guns. <laughs> And, and we, we skipped over a, a very major plot point that I brought up briefly before, which is that the entire last 30 minutes of this movie are, no, we have to go back to the town with the ghosts in it to set <laughs> off a nuke. Because <laughs> that'll kill the it's ghosts. It's been 30 minutes trying to nuke ghosts and get to the end of the movie like, oh, these ghosts are real pissed off like we tried to nuke them or something. Let's go kick some ass. <laughs> so, as I said earlier... Like, 85% of the humans in this movie get murdered by flying That zombies. one, like, prolonged yes. battle scene is the... incredible. <laughs> that yeah. One, that one guy the... just standing in the doorway just taking no notice of the fact that his arm gets There's at least off. three deaths that look like they were accidental. Like, yeah. oh, fuck, shit! <laughs> they just kind of fall over. <laughs> my favorite John one... John yelling is... until board, fall <laughs> down! My favorite one is when they arm the hooker they freed from the jail. And then she just immediately gets stabbed <laughs> with one of the ghosts in the stomach with a giant spear. <laughs> Like, ah, yes, let's give her a shotgun. That'll help. Yeah. But for real, like, like th that rookie that got her head cut off by the saw blades, like, gay, right? Chris? Gay? Huh. I don't know. My gaydar's not quite what it you used really to be. You really baited him into that uh, one, huh? I, yeah, I did. I, did. I feel kind of bad about that. What was it? Something homophobic? No, no subtlety gay. there whatsoever. Oh. <laughs> yeah, they gay? Uh, I don't know, maybe. Oh, he said it! Alright. Oh, damn it. One, You're too late. I've missed our chance. 
<laughs> it's always in play. <laughs> He's always in play. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, sorry. Uh, anyway, yeah, that ending line was uh, very indicative that this it just very barely feels like a John Carpenter movie to me. And that's probably my biggest problem with this whole thing, is if this had been directed by anyone else, I would have been like, oh, well, that was a middling effort. But directed by John Carpenter, you know what the man's But also, like, the last three movies before this weren't great either. Yeah, that's also very true. I, I honestly think... Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm not... I'm not I'm oh, not no, I had a great like, time. I'm just I saying, if you ask me if I wanted to, like, but, hey, man, we're going to watch John Carpenter. Oh, we're going to watch Vampires. Oh, fuck, I'm busy. Sorry, man. But if you say Ghost of Mars, yeah, I feel like I'm bringing the six time. If you text me at 4 a.m. and I'm awake and yeah. you send me a rabbit link with Ghost of Mars, I am definitely joining it. No questions asked. <laughs> yeah, of course. It's so fucking good. The, well, fucking, uh, the fucking flashback where, where the ghosts first murder the rest of the miners that didn't get turned into ghosts. And that one dude just has, like, a giant club with spikes on it, just hitting that guy in armor in the like, stomach repeatedly. God, this movie so plays awesome. it kind of cute for me, like, huh, why is this town so empty? There's some blood here. And then there's just a mob of people dressed like fucking Cenobites, just ripping faces off. You're like, oh, shit. Well, you forgot, you forgot. It's like, oh, we, we found this weird arm in this locker. And then we see Pam Greer walking into the cafeteria and seeing 20 guys hung by their so feet fun. with their heads cut it's off. It's Im- okay. just immediately like, oh no, it's this movie now. We're done. That's what yep. this is now. There's these weird people with piercings and monster faces and weird fucked up teeth just cutting heads off. God bless John Carpenter. There will never okay. be another um, one like him. I... Oh, I mean, yeah, I think... I mean, everything we've said so far, as as much of a good bad movie as this is, I think that's a fair designation. Like, even The Ward, what he came back with later, like, it's fine. Like, it's not a bad movie at all. It just doesn't feel like a Carpenter movie. It could almost be like After Earth, where you sit through the whole movie and the credits roll, and you see, directed by John Carpenter. Like, what the fuck? How did this happen? Like, that movie (laughs) feels more like a job than most of his. But it's still fine. You compare that to late Wes Craven or George Romero. It's a fucking masterpiece in comparison. You will watch... <laughs> Compare that to, to prime George Romero. It's still a masterpiece. I wish. I said yeah, it. Yeah. It's fine. I said I'm it. Not, I don't care for... I don't care for Don. I don't really like George honestly. Romero that much. It's... Oh, thank so God someone said it. But yeah. what if Rob okay. Zombie made it? I love Hellbillies. You know this about me. What... What about, what if Rico Rodriguez made it? Okay, so let's move on to the game of games. Three thirty in the fucking... Alright, so, uh... I'd like to play Lifeline. You uh, <laughs> Oh, great. Oh, God. Go I okay. would like to play okay. Pregnant Sonic. <laughs> Explain to the listeners oh, no. what Pregnant Sonic is. When this is Sonic played, is. it lies dormant for three weeks. At the end of three weeks, if your opponent doesn't manage to abort the pregnancy, he has to watch a 9-11 movie of your choice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. As you were. Continue. <laughs> I would like... 
I would like to play a lifeline. I'd like to utilize no. the weed wrap. Please bring back a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> the weed wrap could bring back a lot of things. You never know what the probably weed wrap is going to bring back. It's probably weed. But it could be anything. All right. Let's go to the chart. Let's see what the weed rat's got for us. <laughs> I desperately wish I could see this chart. <laughs> Just a reminder, last time the weed rat brought yeah, I a remember. Dragon Ball. <laughs> it could be a Dragon Ball. Um, I have a hunch I know something is going to happen to me back, later. Bring back a slice of pepperoni pizza. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Hold on, hold on, let me, uh, let me just oh, make fuck. sure this is correct. <laughs> Be careful. <laughs> oh my god, we brought back the Halo movie for you, buddy. The Halo movie? The Halo Sorry, movie? <laughs> <laughs> the first one. Oh, good. Red versus blue. I've always meant to... <laughs> This is like 70 minutes long. It's not that bad. Oh, you're going to have to send me like the IMDb okay. or something all right, for all right. it. Yeah, we'll, thank we'll, you. we'll talk in a bit. Yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> I love this chart so much. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to interrupt you. I need to play another one. I'm, I'm scared of this 9 11 movie. So I am going to play the one that I told Parker about this before we started recording. <laughs> Hitchbot <laughs> enters play immediately. Ask the host at the start of the game of games what this does. What's Alex, what does Hitchbot do? Okay, before oh, I get started, I need you to pick a conference. AFC oh, or no. NFC? I'll go with AFC. AFC. Okay. So here's how Hitchbot works. Hitchbot is a nice, friendly, lovable robot that just wants to make his way across the country. <laughs> so what you're going to do is each week you're going to pick a team... You're going to pick one team from a uh, conference going east to west. So we're going to start in the east, then go to north, then to south, then to west. You pick one team in that conference each week to win. Just just to win. That's all they have to do. Mm -hmm. Now, if they win, if you win all four of these, Hitchbot <laughs> makes it all the way across the country. <laughs> Your good friend Parker gets three oh, hours in his content bank. That's so many. But... If Hitchbot gets destroyed by someone wearing a Randall Cunningham jersey at any point along his journey, you're getting three hours. Is the Randall Cunningham jersey a 6XL just asking for a friend? That might be a lifeline oh next week. We'll find out. Oh no. <laughs> I hope that weed rattle can bring me back so, EDP. I'm going to put the schedule oh, for this week. Um... There's going to be a video where, where EDP gets a Rob the Robot and sits on it. So, so <laughs> and Alex's bald head will just post up in the background. So for, for the AFC East this week, the Jets are at Chicago. New England is at Buffalo. Damn it. Uh, I'm taking New England. Damn it. New England at Buffalo. I'm taking New England. And for AFC South, can I, I think, take Houston? I think, I think Miami's... No, you, you only have to pick one this week. You, oh, you, you have to oh. win the AFC East first this week. This is oh, going to be a yeah, four-week yeah, event. Wow, so, good luck, take man. The so, you take the Patriots this week. Yeah. If the Patriots yeah. win, then you got to pick choice. an AFC North team next week. Okay. Which is what, week nine? <laughs> I don't even know who's on by. Oh, good. It's none uh, of them, except Cincinnati. Uh, the best we'll team in that there. division. Oh, you get Pittsburgh uh -huh. at Baltimore That's next week. Good luck, buddy. Oh boy, that's. I mean, hmm. you you could take the Browns, but 
but they're hosting <laughs> Kansas City. I didn't plan this, by the way. What a I haven't what a coin flip. schedule until right now. It could be anyone. The Chiefs. Well. <laughs> okay. Well, I picked the Patriots. It looks like I am in a good position. I, I feel good about you this week. <laughs> this week. All right. Now to to get back to the the content. Thanks. Um. So, Parker added an hour and forty minutes to Chris's bank last week. Great. And Chris, thanks predominantly to the 49ers, <laughs> added five hours and twenty minutes uh, to Parker's go content bank. And on the bye week, let's not forget that Parker still had the Jaguars, so he got another forget, twenty minutes. I promise. <laughs> So the totals so, right now in Parker's bank, in the in the bank that is to be assigned to Parker, there is seven oh. hours and forty minutes, and in the bank to be assigned to Chris, there is oh, six okay, hours so and forty minutes. <laughs> now Chris has oh. seven Dragon Balls and the two cards oh, he's acquired today. Parker has five Dragon Balls and <laughs> six total cards. Okay. Uh, first things first, I'd like to utilize a lifeline. It's called my. This is simple, and then it's not really a big deal. Okay. It's called <laughs> my crown. Now, your opponent gets every current division cool. leader this week. All right, let's take a look at Which, the current um, division. Sure, are eight divisions. By the way, <laughs> ties count for both teams. All right, so Parker gets okay. Patriots. Oh, good. Steelers. Uh, They're good, though. Where's my tab? Open. Open. Uh, Texans. Um, Texans. Texans, Chiefs. Okay. Texans are four (laughs) and three. Jesus. Uh, Yeah. Um, The Washington Redskins of Washington. Fuck. That one hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) The Vikings. The, The New Orleans Saints. And the Rams. I felt worse. Yeah, that wasn't. It's that coming bad. though. There's like yeah, maybe three, maybe three losers there. That's a lot of teams, so I understand. Now, um, Shenron, I would like to make my wish. Okay. Shenron wish I may. Listening. I wish I might. First Dragon Ball I see tonight. Content Fucking is typically it. divided on the show. As, you know, TV shows or movies. But I've got a lot of content in my content bank stored up. How many hours again was it? You have seven hours and 40 minutes for your good pal Parker to watch. Seven hours and 40 minutes. I'm going to go on to howlongtobeat.com. That is not a porn website. Uh, I'm looking it up just in case. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) And uh, I want to go outside the box here. I would like to see hmm, seven and a half hours. Close. Very close. That's six and a half. Parker, I'm going to assign you one of my favorite games ever made. I'm going to watch it last Silent Hill. Never know, coward. Uh, I pre- <laughs> I'd appreciate if you did not, you know, the sanctity of Shenron. Can you, like, help me out here? Anyway, uh, yeah. Silent I could just Hill. play that easily accessible I, uh, game that is my from wish. 20 years ago. 
It is easily accessible. You can just either download an emulator or you got a PS3. You can work it somehow. Alright, Shenron... Or just buy it on eBay or something. You deserve it. Shenron will allow your wish, but he has yes. till December 1st. Like, he doesn't have to play it yeah, this that's, week. That's, like, yeah, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, Dragon Ball's used up. Enjoy Silent Hill, buddy. Okay, and before I go any further, I would also like to utilize yet another lifeline. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was as creative <laughs> as Alex is. <laughs> Stupid shit. Um, I'd like to utilize the Sphinx. Uh <laughs> Create a riddle and send the answer to the host. Oh and ask your opponent the riddle. If he does not answer correctly, add 90 minutes tits? to his content pool. That's so much! <laughs> Fine. No, it's, it's just not 90 minutes. Just right. 90 minutes <laughs> is the worst thing you've ever said to me. I have, like, literally half an hour left. It's, you know, not that much. So... <laughs> Uh, um, uh, Parker. Oh, oh sorry, were, hold on. Were you using your time to make him play Silent Hill? I thought that was fair. If you dude, want, I, I mean, dude, I thought was, I was giving it to you for free. Oh, good. All right, I'll do it for free. Compromise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, thank you. I thought it was a Shenron right. wish, dude. Like, why? That, that's a reasonable Shenron wish. Okay, 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 game. okay. I'm not using the thing. Whatever. Okay, so out, I still then. have my seven and a half hours, which is good. And Parker. Uh, I, I just sent Alex the answer to the riddle. He did, I can uh, uh, Can we put 15 seconds on the clock? No phones allowed. Alright. <laughs> uh, Parker, what room do ghosts avoid? The giants. I <laughs> <laughs> will not be fooled again. That well, this Titanic multiplier. <laughs> that means 90 minutes for you, bozo. <laughs> The correct answer is the living room, of course. Da, 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 da. You'd think with as many ghost hunting shows as Parker seen, you'd know that. <laughs> you'd think he'd play Luigi's Mansion. I was a Tennessee whaler myself. Hey, go ahead and up this content pool to nine hours and ten minutes. I was actually going to say Pac-Man's nude room, but okay. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Quality use of lifelines, Chris. Parker, would you like to retort? <laughs> I know this will backfire, but you know I'm going to use Russian roulette. <laughs> Read it out, buddy. You and your opponent take turns pulling the trigger until one of you loses and receives a movie from the host. I miss this so much. <laughs> I know in my heart of hearts this is going to end with me watching A Tale of Two Kitties, but I am no coward. All right. So there's only one fair way to do this. I'm going to random that organ number between 1 and 6 right now. Parker will go first. He'll pick one of those six numbers, and once he picks it, it's gone. There's only one bullet in this chamber, boys. I promise you. <laughs> well, if you promise. Uh, all right. Four. You're safe. Oh, God. One. You're safe. Two. You're safe. Three. Oh, God. Wait, who said three? Was that Chris? I did. Two. I said three, Chris. You're safe. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs>
Five. You're safe. I did it. <laughs> hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. No. I played Killer Seven before. I know how this do goes. Not, do not take this moment from me. Six. Bang. Damn. This is also. <laughs> I was sick. hoping to be like one of those things where this gun holds seven bullets. You can't fool me. I'm a professional. I, that seems like something that I would do for sure. But also, yeah. I will. Bang. I will send you the screenshot of my random generator. No, I don't need it. <laughs> so uh, I, I get a movie of Alex's. Oh God, no. Uh, we're gonna oh, we're God, gonna no. we're gonna wait on this for after the game of games. I want to see how things oh, play God. out. Okay. <laughs> so many pools to choose from. <laughs> Now, as as the listeners know, we're coming off hunter, two straight bye weeks. Oh fuck! Now that's been uh, a lot of time. Oh, my chest hurts. <laughs> and I have a couple mini games to play before we get to the game of games in proper. Oh, fucking good! I love Mario Party. <laughs> cool. Now the first one of these games is called the Heart of the Cards. Good, good. And, now, I, I love and how the heart of the cards works is I'm going to give you an oh, opportunity shit. to get some resources. Because I will allow you to draw as many risk cards as you want. But... Oh, that's a good burp. <laughs> but for every card that you draw, your multiplier on the cards goes up this week. You get the Arizona Cardinals oh. times... However many cards you pick. Oh god, I have eight teams already. And also, Jeez. in multiple, and also the in Jacks. multiples of three, it starts to double. So three uh. three cards is Cardinals times three. Four cards is Cardinals times oh. five. Five cards is Cardinals times seven. Oh my god. Seven cards is Cardinals times twelve. No, that's not gonna happen. Just now. No. <laughs> Chris, I'll let you go first. How many cards do you want to draw? One. You want to draw one card? Yes. Okay. So you have the Cardinals times one. Damn it. <laughs> now, just to let the record state here, three cards at most can be 60 minutes of content and also guarantees you a movie for the other person. So, Chris, would you like to reconsider? No, I don't like the Cardinals okay. at all. I'm just going to trade in my three risk cards right now. Cool. Uh, he has <clears throat> three cards now. Yes, that is correct. All right, now, Parker, how many cards would you like to draw? Give Big Daddy six cards. Six cards. <laughs> fucking roll. Let's do this. This is the, this is the right. way for the Cardinals. Parker, you are now at 12 risk cards. Jinkies! <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Jinkies! I'll hold on to those for the duration of this game. We'll see how this night plays out. Oh Jesus! The plague dogs are barking. Now, for the audience at home, what's that multiplier? Nine. Hell yeah, bitch! I'm no coward. You're a fool, but you're no coward. All right, we have one more mini game to play this week. I everyone's ready for Noah's Ark. It's oh, getting kind of late here. <laughs> now, how Noah's Ark works 
is you're going to take turns drafting animal teams for your opponent. No. <laughs> no. Now listen, the good news is that the Falcons are on bye. Oh, cool. That's the good news, you say. Can I get a comprehensive list of all animal teams? I am no. going to link you the uh, okay. NFL schedule. Damn. Oh, okay. You can just work with that. That's fair. In fact, I'll link it to both of you, out of fairness. Fine. <laughs> How liberal are we with the term animal? <laughs> the Raiders are animals. not animals. <laughs> okay. Damn. Well. Non-human, actual animal... <clears throat> The bills don't count. All right. Okay. Who? Damn it. Who, Damn it. <laughs> all right. Who gets to go first? Parker goes first. Okay. You know what? Why don't you join me on some more Cardinals action, right. my friend? I knew immediately what you were going to do. Because <laughs> if I didn't, you would. Okay. Fuck you. Well, that's you're not Cardinals wrong. crossed out. <laughs> this, game, this is tough. I want to go with. Give him the Dolphins. Return to Lagrenta. He shouldn't have. At Houston. Ooh, that's ballsy. Okay. Hmm. How about those Jags? You can share the love with me. Right. <laughs> uh, how about them Eagles? They're good still, right? Eagles. That Jinkies. is an animal. Ooh, how about yeah, the Broncos? That's what I would have my first pick, but... <laughs> well, I didn't know until right Chad now, to be honest. Um, I'm going to have to give him my Seattle Seahawks. The Sea Chickens. They're playing the Super Bowl champion Lions this week. That's right. <laughs> you know what? Can I give him my Super Bowl champion? You can! I think he would have to. It makes me laugh every <laughs> single time. I swear to God. I don't know why. Um, can't believe I missed this one. Uh, I think my good friend Parker really wants the Indianapolis Colts. That is an animal. Because oh. it's like a horse Barker. Yeah. <laughs> I love animals, guys. How about the Panthers, though? Home against the Ravens. The Panthers are good, right? Sure. Uh, give Parker the Cincinnati Bengals, the division-leading Cincinnati Bengals. Okay. How many options do I have left here? Not a lot. Uh, you, have, the you have Bears, I see. Ravens, and uh, Rams. Bears, Ravens, Rams. Yeah, that, that looks right to me. Oh, gross. Uh, give me a second here. Ravens is a smart play. I would go Ravens. <laughs> Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> Whoever wins, you get Ravens. All right. And give Parker the Bears. And you get Rams, right. whatever. Alright, this concludes the Noah's Ark draft. Glad the game hasn't started, and I have 47 teams. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Wow. The good. Has it been two weeks already? <laughs> all of our mini-games for this week. Yeah? yeah. Okay. Let's get cool to the picks. Okay, who gets to go first? Chris, you go first. Okay, I'll go with I hate John Elway for five hundred. Oh my God, he hated already! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! 
So Parker had a lifeline called the landmine <laughs> that he could hide on any space on the board. <laughs> and whenever you step on the landmine, you receive two hours of content. Man! <laughs> and he put it on Chris's game for 500. He put it on Chris's game for 500? Yeah. I said I I said I hate John Elway for five hundred. Wait, what did I say? Chris is gay. Yeah, you did. Oh shit! I, I well, thank you for that. Tonight, what space that's on? Thank you for that uh, landmine detector. All right, well, we're, let me re- let me reconvene you can here. Move the I just beefed it. Yeah, you can move the landmine. <laughs> Way to go, Kavanaugh. I gotta look at the other categories real quick. I forgot yeah, one. That's that's my bad. I I totally heard that wrong. It's <laughs> I too was excited, don't worry. Well, I hate John Elway for 500 is teams that owe the Raiders a first round pick. (laughs) (laughs) The good news is the Cowboys are on by. The bad news is the Raiders owe themselves their first round pick. So you have the Raiders and the Bears off that. Fuck. Alright. Alright. Parker, I'll give you a second to replace your landmine since I beefed it. <laughs> Alright, I'd like to use my dragon radar, par favor. Why is my... Oh. Okay. Alright. Dragon radar. Chris is gay for 500. Whew! <laughs> Boy! That was almost, uh, that was almost a problem. <laughs> I I could sense it was gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, I'll take that one. Oh god, I almost had the tip over the crank. California teams are unforgettable. Find it was a wily coyote situation. <laughs> got it on lock. So that is the Fuck. Raiders, Chargers, and Rams. Oh my god. So uh, I can't keep. You're gonna have to just send me the list I have. I just looked at an old note and saw Patriots Blitz and my eyes crossed. <laughs> Rams. Rams times game. two. Well, hopefully they don't lose this week. But you get a Dragon Ball. Yeah, that'd be man. weird. So you are now at six Dragon Balls. That's pretty good. Jinkies. All right. Isn't that something? Chris, you're up. <sighs> okay. I'd like to utilize my level 100 Charizard. Okay. Wait a second. <laughs> the I one don't I like still this. have. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to multiply his Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> by two, please. All right, Chris. What is that going? Chris, odds or evens? Uh, odds. Charizard has disobeyed orders and flown to Parker. Jinkies. <laughs> no. <laughs> no fair. Okay, uh, in that case, I'll go with um, Breakable Bones for 100. Breakable Bones, 100. Oh, you did find a Dragon Ball, somehow, yeah. by accident. Yeah. This is horseshit. <laughs> I hate this game. Your space is all the teams the Packers beat. Well, at least I don't have the Redskins. <laughs> so that is the Bills, 49ers, and Bears. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. That's powerful. That's... Not Bills, quite what I was anticipating. 49ers, 
bears times at least two. Okay. <laughs> All right. I will take famous anuses for 100. Famous anuses 100. Well, the unfortunate thing for Chris is that you just found the last Dragon Ball on the board this week. Poggers. The unfortunate thing for you is that you hit our trivia space for the week. <laughs> Fuck, you said we were... <laughs> computer almost shut off there, jinkies. <laughs> I slammed my phone down and my screen went black, I swear to God. <laughs> you had a brief... No more games! Poke. <laughs> oh damn guys right. I wouldn't believe it now I have to read a book alright guys this this <laughs> trivia guess. space is titled too big for borders <laughs> fuck damn. now damn it I'm gonna ask you a question oh, God. and closeness matters oh, good. and that's all that I'm gonna say Shit. before I give out the results 15 seconds on the clock in 2018, how many interceptions has Blake Bortles thrown? Oh, Jesus, fuck. I'm gonna go eight. You hit it on the nose. That's what's up. Whoa, hey, shit. Google that. Which is really good for you, because your closeness would have increased your Jaguars multiplier. <laughs> what the tits? Instead, <laughs> instead, your friend Chris has the Jaguars times three. Jinkies. I would like to use my Charizard. <laughs> and it's also times four because he got it in the animal draft. So yeah, you want to you want to charge? I would love, even though I know in my heart how this is going to end for me. <laughs> I right. would love to use my Charizard. If, if it does come back to me, I don't get to use Doesn't it again. Matter. You, it, it resets. You're good. What? Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Are you sure you want to do this, Mark? Let it roll, baby. Odds are even. <laughs> even Stevens. That's a five. That's Congratulations, Chris. Charles who could have guessed? <laughs> uh, Do it. Part, uh, Alex, I would like to utilize my level Bring 100 it. Charizard. I'd like to multiply his Bring current it, coward. <laughs> Chris, odds are evens. <laughs> odds. I'm going to get an odd here. Just know it. I can feel it in my bones. One is an odd number. God fucking Hey, damn. is that a time It sure is. That's a large number, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's a large well, number. They're playing against the 49ers at home. So you're saying anything's <laughs> possible. <Pretty> fine. <laughs> Look at this point, I just like the I right. disagree. Did <laughs> <laughs> not serve me well. Plus the god of Dragon Ball! You have two you have two Dragon Balls, actually. You got to seven. So you are now at seven Dragon I'll Balls. Hold on to that. We'll see how my boys in red do this weekend. Also, I didn't plan on this, I don't have a wish ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Chris is up, right? I would love to not be alive right now. I think so. Go with famous anuses for two hundred. Famous anuses two hundred. AFC South. Your Jaguars are up to times five. Hate to see that happen. Great. <laughs> They're good now, though. It's okay. They fought in the locker room to bring them together. <laughs> yeah. yeah, something like that. <laughs> That always works. It's a sign of a good team, you know. Still, the differences like men. Maybe the Ravens could learn something from it. I wouldn't know, dude. <laughs> it's no internal strife there. Yeah. All right, Parker, you're up. Famous anuses for four hundred. 
Famous anuses. 400. Alright. Don't say trivia. Well, this, is a, this is a fun space. Oh, yeah? Yeah. For who? This is the tale of two kitties. <laughs> Fucking what the... <laughs> now. No. You can pick... You need to pick two cat teams this week to win. Oh, fuck. If both of them win, you're in the clear. Oh, no. But if even one of them loses, you're going to pay another visit to your need, good animated pal Garfield. I need to pull the schedule up. Give me a moment here. Uh, luckily, you still have that link. Okay. I'll spot you the Bengals, who are playing at home against Tampa Bay. Yeah, that was my go-to. Boy, these... Yeah, that's kind oh, of... Oh, boy. Um... Well, you've got the Jaguars hosting the Philly. Super Bowl champion Lions. The Bears. Oh, the Bears aren't a cat. Never mind. Close the Lions <laughs> are hosting Seattle. <laughs> the Panthers are hosting Baltimore. That's a cat versus bird matchup. You know what? Go to the Bears. <laughs> no, I'm going to do what my heart the says. The cat of the forest. And when I need a crucial win, I'm going to go with the reigning Super Bowl champion Lions. <laughs> <laughs> There's right. no way my good friend would let me down in my time of need. <laughs> okay. There's both kitties locked in. Alright. Oh, I wish I was, real I wish I was dead. Alright, Chris. We had to watch a tale of two kitties. Yeah. Chris is gay for 100. Chris is gay. 100. Carlton Mitchell teams. <laughs> Carlton Mitchell. Oh, goodness. Oh, good. I was hoping that I would hear that name again. Carlton. Oh, me... Hey, Chris, we found your cold open. <laughs> I think we did. Give me a second here. Let me... Well, the good news, Chris, is that two of these teams are on This is horseshit. The bad news is that there are three more. <laughs> what? And they are, and let me, let they me are the them. Browns, so they... Jaguars, and Buccaneers. Oh. And you're welcome for not giving you the Edmonton Eskimos. <laughs> and the Ottawa Red Blacks calling the National Guard. He's on five NFL teams? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Uh, Browns, Jaguars, Cowboys, Buccaneers, and Falcons. Oh, uh, my God. Every oh. single one of those, he was an off-season and or practice squad member only besides uh, the Jaguars and Browns. <laughs> Sixth round pick. All right. Parker. Uh, breakable bones for, I don't know, five? Breakable bones for five? Sure. Let's see what happens. Every team that starts with a B. You've got to be. <laughs> <laughs> so that is... So does that be the Buccaneers? The Buccaneers. There's so many! Buccaneers, the, the Buccaneers, the Bears, the Bengals, the Browns. How do I end up with so many Bengals? <laughs> That's it. Yeah, there's no one playing on Monday. That's for sure. Oh, the Bills, yeah. yeah. Watch out for Almost feel like you should give him CT. I feel like you should <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That's a lot of teams. That's a lot of teams! I feel like I have more than 32 on, on my total multipliers. Well, it's a good thing that uh, you didn't have to play last week. Yeah. That, show, that show was nice it. watching movies I enjoyed for a change. 
Glad that's over with. Jesus, this is like literally all of these. I know, I noticed. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> I stopped writing them down three turns ago. <laughs> it's too much. Too big for bottles. Oh, fuck me. Okay. <laughs> I'm so happy we did this so early. Because if we did this at the normal time and I had to deal with this and then go to work on two hours of sleep, I would get myself fired. <laughs> I'd be so yeah. fucking mad. <laughs> Hey, didn't get any sleep last night. You don't know what I've been through. Uh, well, bad news is we forgot the Broncos, who also start with B. Cool. <laughs> Playing the Chiefs at home. Great. Great. This is a lot of teams. Yes, I agree. Well, they can't all lose, right? Uh, statistically, you would think <laughs> not. Alright, so I'm going to read down the list of teams oh, fuck. that are assigned this week. Hang on. Me... Coming out of the bye, the two weeks off everyone had to recharge and refresh their batteries. Okay, let's do this. Chris has the Cardinals times two, the Raiders, the Bears times two, the Bills, the 49ers, the Jaguars times six... The Texans, the Colts, the Titans, the Browns, the Buccaneers, the Broncos, the Lions, the Panthers, the Ravens, and the Rams. Oh, God. Okay. I'm ready. Parker has his Jaguars, the Patriots, the Steelers, the Texans, the Chiefs, the Redskins, the Vikings, the Saints, the Rams times two, the Cardinals times 18, the Chargers, the Raiders, the Buccaneers, the Bears, the Bengals, the Browns, the Bills, the Broncos, the Dolphins, the Eagles, the Seahawks, and the Colts. That's so many teams. <laughs> That's so many teams. Oh my god. So, just for the record, there are 28 teams playing this week, and you have 22 of them. <laughs> Now, Fuck me. Whatever. Whatever. And also... No. No also's. The host owes you a movie. Are there cards that are meant to be played here? Please say no. There's four sets of cards in your hands right now, buddy. <laughs> That's right. He did play. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, play... One. We'll do one movie. We'll see. We'll match him. We'll match the one. I'm going to need to bankroll. I'm about to have a long winter ahead of me. Now, now, Chris, you've already found out that you have to finish the fight this weekend. Yes. But what if you also had to finish the fight for Azeroth? Thank you. I felt it. I Great. felt it in my heart, and he delivered for me. Chris, you're going to watch the Warcraft movie. Okay. And I expect a detailed I report okay. on how the orcs order the humans won, because I don't know. <laughs> I hope this is on Sokos. Alright. Is that is that all of the uh all of the shots being fired? Yeah, that's it for me for now, unless he retaliates. No he hasn't done anything outrageous yet. I'm still reeling at 22 of 28 teams. <laughs> I don't understand how this happened. Be a real shame if this time is 18. That's a real big number. Well, the good news is that landmine's going to carry over and you can move it next week. Oh, if you want. bless. What the hell? Okay. 
buddy. <laughs> okay, so Parker, what are we watching next? <laughs> well, you know how it's still October, right? Sort of. You know how you were a big fan of Tales from the Crypt? Yeah. Oh, are you a big fan yeah. of Dennis Miller? <laughs> oh, oh buddy. <laughs> Fucking strap in for Bordello of Blood. Because we're going to have can't wait a to... lot to talk about. Can't wait to read his latest article on Breitbart. <laughs> He's so cool. Ah, can't wait to pop comedian. open a cold one and watch all 22 of my teams this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how this happened, but I'm very okay. Yeah, it makes one of us. I've never felt so defeated in my life.